0: I like Fig Newtons. You would too. Try them. Try them. You know, if you put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything. I said it before and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it.
1: You know, the thing is, we're here now, so
0: just be here now. That's all I gotta say.
1: Welcome to Unhinged, episode 46, recorded October 8th, 2017. This week, we have some pretty good news. Uh, Doug, you're still feeling very positive, and things seem to be going pretty well. Uh,
0: yeah, kind of. No, it is. Actually, <laughs> very good. It's very, very good. Excellent. So it's three very goods. So that's that's triple good. Yeah, in most countries. Yeah, no, it's very, very positive uh, right now. Mm -hmm. So
1: what do you attribute this to? I mean, I know the DBS is probably kicking in, um, but you're also doing some things for yourself personally that could possibly be helping.
0: Well, you know, that's kind of the magic of having the show and being able to just literally document this this time going on. Real time. Mm Mm-hmm. Because um, recently, you know, well, for a while now, I've been sl- steadily losing weight. Now I've become where I could like wear pants I've worn a long time and, you know, lost a good 30 pounds, probably, wow. I would say, a um, couple inches, you know, and like, you know, s- substantial. Yeah. Um, and uh, been supplementing. We talked about that in the last, you know, several uh Yeah shows the importance of it and you know when it comes to me and number one the rareness and um, potential potentially harmful uh disease that I have form of depression um you know I'm in a clinical trial this is all new science and I'm I have to be as as it is a clinical trial treated like you know it's very rigid you know yeah. you can't really have Conversation—it's outside the box. It has to be very controlled, and so they don't tell you a lot. You're kind of lab rat deal. Yeah. So I figured, look, I got to do what I got to do. I was in the bathtub the other day. You yeah. know what I mean? It was it. Um, so I, I'm gonna, you know, the only thing I can do for sure is doing everything I can, and however I got to do it. You know what I mean? And, right. and I mean that in a lot of ways. And you know more than most what I mean. <laughs> yeah. But supplementation. So I'm, I am on a steady regimen after all this study, after so many months now I'm studying, you know, not only neuroscience, but biochemistry and the way mm-hmm. food affects the brain. I'm supplementing with CoQ10, um, fish oils, Omega three and six right. probiotics on a regular basis. That's, you know, gut to brain inflammation and, um, keeping your GI tract, you know, ready and steady. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, curcumin, as we talked about, again, several studies, definitive science that this is just brain food. Yeah, um, and um, and then supplementing with vitamin D because two thirds of, of North America's population is deficient in vitamin D naturally. That's what a you hormone, get from not only a vitamin,
1: but that's what you get from sunlight, right? From going outside.
0: Yes, it's essential yeah. to many different functions um, and you know, you'll feel the difference when you supplement on that. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's probably
1: something I need to uh, supplement as well. Well, you're indoors all the time. So exactly. Yeah. We're already different. And
0: even if you're, you know, unless you're a, you know, you sweep the highways or whatever, you know, you got to supplement. You must. It's just yeah, as an endorsement.
1: Absolutely. Must supplement.
0: Yeah. And the one thing I should add in, because I said really anyone on any, any type of uh, mood stabilizing medication and other medications for acid reflux, if you're taking, or for or high blood pressure, you're gonna it's gonna deplete your body of vitamins. So, yeah. I also I'm also on a multivitamin as well. So I'm doing that. I've lost gut weight, which they say then helps the brain unfog somewhat and right. De-fog, unfog, re-re-unfog, unfog, defog. Unref- <laughs> yeah. So. I'm doing all that stuff and, um, I'm feeling obviously we knew that it was better before. We didn't want to call it remission. I still don't want to use those words, Yeah, but I've noticed the mood elevate. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's been very consistent. What did we do the other day?
1: Yeah. Well, that's uh, what I was coming to. So, um, I know that after, after the bathtub episode, um, Incident, uh, and you posted on Facebook for those who
0: missed it. The two of us, we did actually a video show where we're both in a bathtub (laughs) doing the show and washing each other. No, so now that's wrong.
1: That's wrong. Anyway, um, so we got a lot of response from from your post, and uh, ultimately it it ended up that uh, you got an acoustic guitar donated to you, um, which is wonderful. Uh because we've talked so many times about music therapy and the importance of music therapy, especially for someone like you where who, you know, music is such a huge part of your life. So the other day, we spent four hours on video conference, each with our own guitars, just chatting and jamming and singing and just just like and the old days, them. having a, a grand yeah. old time.
0: Yeah, I was wearing a kilt and we were <laughs> shaking it. Yeah, no, it was great. It was, uh, we put, I put a post up there and, you know, I'm alone a lot, basically all the time. So um, for me, it was a, a dream, but it brought back just the fact that it's like we're just the same couple of guys, just sometimes just being downright ridiculously <laughs> stupid, silly. And yeah. then, but the music, mesh and all that even though i'm a real rusty nail was, I was and i'd gone at least a year without playing which mm-hmm. is shameful for anybody who is playing for three decades and yeah it relies on it mentally so uh and again that's even another thing i mean we can't take this for granted hence what where you going with this to, we were talking about doing music therapy before i right. relapsed and do doing a, a whole show, mind, not just one. I mean, it's there's so much to it. And yeah,
1: yeah before we took that, uh, I don't know what was it, five or six month break. Um, we were actually planning a show about music therapy, where uh, each of us would come up with our top ten songs of all time, and talk about why
0: uh, they are the top ten songs. Uh, yeah. um,
1: personal ones. So we did. But also,
0: I asked you to make that list uh, because we'll talk about why it's important that you should get that down on paper. Right. And compare it with somebody else. So, yeah, I'm going somewhere with that. But for now, I'm going to let you agonize in suspense. (laughs) Okay.
1: So let's start with your list. So, number 10, we have Still of the Night by white hmm. <laughs> Now this is a this is an 80s hair
0: band. It is uh well, you know, it's a guitar influence. It's yeah. uh um you know, it's a it's genre of music that obviously has a uh, you know, certain type audience. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh and of course it's dated cuz we're old like <laughs> a blankers. But um as a guitar player, it's there's, you know, uh, incredible level of guitar playing and a certain sound that I just yeah. love and still love uh, to this day the same as I did before.
1: I, I wonder also if there's a nostalgia factor
0: to it. You no, know, there's, well, I mean, that's, you know, psychology 101 as far as the, you know, where you were at the time, a certain time. You know, I, I yeah. remember being in Syracuse college days and I had a car at some point yep. up there. And uh, and I was driving alone somewhere at night, but just you know, just sort of an open road deal. I couldn't tell you more because of my memory loss. But I had that cranked at 211 and just like blaring. And the production of of that particular album was was incredibly. Uh, it, it was just unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, the just the sound, the power. Uh, so. I remember that particular time so it's it's you know if you just heard your best friend died and you heard this song you know that's gonna stay right
1: well it gets rooted in a moment
0: yeah Yeah. it's just you know but it's you know when and where you heard it yep uh you know so it's uh that's a big one for me and it was a certain time you know uh, so
1: all right well now i'm gonna do my number 10 so we'll just alternate uh, okay. My number 10 is Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd. Now, <laughs> I mean, this is my favorite album of all time. Uh, and obviously my favorite Pink Floyd album. Uh, this particular song, you know, I don't, ha- it's not rooted in a moment like you were talking about. It's just, it's one of those songs that every single time I hear it, it emotes this emotion. its, it's and And the emotion I feel kind of differs depending on, what I'm currently doing or where my state of mind is, but, uh, it's usually an amazing, uh, you know, I get into the music of it and I can just close my eyes, listen to the song and, and just be transported. So it's one of those that just emits emotion, uh, every time I hear it. So that's why it made my list. (laughs)
0: That's the one. (laughs) If I would have done it (laughs) right. (laughs) Give us a little, Ed.
1: (laughs) So, so you think you can tell Heaven from hell Blue skies from pain Can you tell a green field from a cold steel ray right, <laughs> you guys,
0: it. Yeah, it's it really is a beautiful song and a very signature Dave Gilmore style that just became. I mean, uh, it's just it's, it's rock and roll legend. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right, so. Is it? Uh,
0: do you find that your list? Although I guess I shouldn't ask yet, but. Well, we'll we'll see, but uh, is it uh, very guitar based or does it feature well, favorite guitars? But I think I think probably is likely so. But go yeah, ahead.
1: well, we'll see as as we go through. I think there are some surprises in there. So num- is- <laughs> your number nine is "Woman of the World" by Michael Hedges.
0: Yeah, that's definitely guitar influenced. If you remember, he had a very The late Michael Hedges Mm -hmm. died in his... Oh, we've talked about him, I think, actually, in the past. Mm -hmm. Died in his early early to mid-30s. from, Unfortunately, his car, he was driving in the mountains of California, and it was sort of those very steep roads that go up and around, and he drove his car right off and just... But he... uh, Yeah, he was very much in that... uh, If you remember, there was a New Age time... Mm-hmm. Where it was the Wyndham Hill label, if yeah, you remember. I remember Shadow that. Shadow yeah. Facts and those kind of guys. Yep. And he was on that label, and he played um, you know, a lot of open chords. It's a very unique and very percussive style. Right. Um, the two-handed also, was the chord tapping, and but also an incredible voice. And to be able to, again, do what he was doing on guitar while singing yeah. was very, you know, you did two brains and it's it's, you know it's very difficult to uh
1: oh it amazes me i can barely just strum a chord
0: and sing at the same time and to see well you heard me yeah so (laughs) forgive that because we would have like a nice professional thing done there but oh uh, please i mean the thing i mean
1: we're we're, there's also latency and stuff so we yeah Yeah. we're just messing around (laughs) i
0: had to do it it was just i was compelled yeah well that's the uh, thing
1: so yeah it emits an emotional response (laughs)
0: <laughs> well you know that song it's yeah i mean you know we, we did 10 i mean that's up i mean that's yeah. you know that could be in there too i i don't know what i don't remember what mood i was in when i made the list right i doubt it was as good as it is now again this is yeah. only the probably the, the third time so far yeah uh, and by time i mean we know three months or less so in 48 years of yeah. feeling this level so this is quite well in my life it's historic yeah and to you it is because you have involved been involved for so long to others it should just be inspiring and you know a a pillar of hope yeah you know an example of hope uh but anyway sorry to digress um
1: so number nine my number nine uh and this is one that i know is on your list somewhere but uh my number nine is Wooden Ships by
0: Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised. It's, did you do it in in preference order? You know, do you I, I
1: don't remember because, like like we said, we, we created these. Then. Yeah, it probably isn't in any I sort of order. I don't think it is
0: because <laughs> that, that song, well, at least between you and I, yeah. our friendship. That's why I put mine up there, I think, at three or something. But Yeah, so... Well, I gave it away.
1: <laughs> well, so this is the thing about this song. Um, it is rooted in many moments uh, of our past. Uh, mm-hmm. I have a vivid memory of you and I driving in your little blue car in Syracuse. Uh, and it was a, an amazing day, like one of those beautiful days that you're just... You know, you you can just stare at nature all day and be like, you know, appreciative of it. And that's what we did. We Yeah, we and that took was upstate drive. New York. So there exactly. was a lot
0: of that area that was beautiful.
1: And I remember you were blasting this on your car radio and then we I forget where we were, but we parked somewhere and was just we're just looking at the trees and everything while blasting this song. And I mean it's just and then we also played this song in our band in college. Um and we sang it together. Well that's uh, that's where
0: it really Yeah, was. the
1: harmonies and everything. And even when we when were- When
0: did we sing that together? Let's, you know, this is an open show, you remember?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, after college, you, me, and my wife, Chris, would actually sing a lot of CSN songs together, uh, harmonizing. Yeah, I lived
0: in Silicon Valley when you did yeah. in the- Briefly- What, what the, did we figure it was in the, uh, in the- Late 90s. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Like 97, I think. Um, so for, for a few the, years
0: there,
1: yeah, and so we would hang and and we pull out the acoustic and start singing CSN and, I mean that's just one of the, the moments that this song is rooted in that just uh, it's a memory and it's a feeling, and and it's it's beauty for me this this song is just beautiful.
0: I I, I would say exactly the same. Um, I would also stress your wife, Chris, in that and the, the importance of her being in that. Yeah. And uh, see, I'm going to lose my uh, thing there. I almost <laughs> lost my. Well, Not crawl out
1: no. <laughs> no, the thing is, the thing is, it was the Three Musketeers for a while there, and
0: we were no, doing this. Was, we, yeah. Uh, How rare is that yeah. to be able to be a threesome without the. <laughs> you know. You know, it really was, and and you know that's you know we're lucky in that respect. Yeah, uh, that we just we, you know we clicked. Not not we didn't we didn't jive on everything. I know because yeah. I had my moment, and I'm sure it was mostly me because I'm what they call a metal case. <laughs> uh, but um, so I'm sure it was difficult. But but when we clicked, I mean we really just oh yeah, it's like a sister, you know. Yeah, no, so, totally. It was, you know,
1: I I really wish we had like video recordings of those times.
0: Um, I do. It's great. That's <laughs> never gonna leave. No, in my mind, in I mean, your head, was, yeah. Let me just two words. No, it's three words actually. <laughs> if you said it correctly, the laundry room.
1: Oh man, <laughs> yeah. There was this little laundry room right outside our apartment, uh, and the acoustics were perfect. We would go in there and just harmonize just sing our parts and it sounded like a, like a beautiful recording it was amazing
0: carnegie hall yeah, yeah.
1: it was great I, and I we were
0: either incredible together i mean concert ready you know um or we were just that drunk that it was just it sounds like <laughs> that to us and that's what's really important ultimately
1: right yeah we think we sound amazing then someone Outside
0: listening to us is hearing,
1: like, eh, 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 eh.
0: <laughs> now I know we've shied away from the list for a while here, a little segue. But <clears throat> if I bring mental health into the picture, this is a time where this sort of uh, not that I didn't know it already, mm-hmm. but it certainly uh, illustrated um, my dependence on self medicating. Right. Do yes. you want to elaborate from your perspective on that?
1: Well, so, okay, so back then. Uh, we were doing, and I'll just, I'll be honest, we were actually talking, we were doing um, what we called Jack Knight
0: uh, every weekend for a while. I was, I was being careful because your dad, listened, you know. No,
1: no, that's just fine. I mean, okay. it was a, a short period of time and, and what we would do every weekend, we'd get together and we'd do shots of Jack Daniels and then we'd pull out the guitar and just start singing.
0: The sleeping. Whiskey champion.
1: <laughs> and And... Um, so yeah, we were now from our point of view, it was just friends getting together and getting silly, uh, not realizing how serious the situation was for you. Um, right. You know, the drinking was one thing. Um, and there were, you know, other things going on that we weren't. You can be we as
0: you want, because again, I've stressed that I don't mind being an open book.
1: No, I understand. But we didn't uh, know what was important. going on, you know, until much later. Uh, that, you know, you were, it wasn't just drinking that you were, uh, self-medicating with. Um, so yeah, you know, it was from our point of view, like I said, it just, it was like, uh, friends getting together every weekend to have some fun, blow off some steam. Uh, but from your point of view, uh, you know, as, as far as the alcohol is concerned, I know now, no, no it was
0: exactly it. the same goal and the same result and everything yeah, is yeah. you. But when you guys were, you know, okay, I'm gonna stop now. <laughs> yeah. and it was that you know a lot of the times. But then what happened?
1: Well, then you would keep going, and you. I mean, now, that,
0: I'm. I'm actually asking, not being like a you know. I don't want to come up, airy. I'm asking literally because I have this memory loss problem, so I want to know: Did I have three, four more? Do you see me doing it myself do you, afterwards? Um,
1: it's hard to tell. <laughs> it's hard to remember. But I do know that uh, you would do more than us. And then pretty much most of the time you would either just pass out and uh, uh, or you would end up in our bathroom throwing up or ripping towel racks off our bathroom walls, <laughs> which did occur a couple times, I must say.
0: No, there, there were times when when I had... Obviously, been you know, I had a lot more afterwards, and then literally passed out, mm-hmm. either going to the bathroom, whatever. And I remember, you know, a few times where I was injured, you know, my head was bleeding or, mm-hmm. or at a bump, or and you tell, but when I came, so I figure, you know, when I think that happens a lot, sort of, uh, you know, alcohol induced, yeah, uh, but where you, you actually pass out unconscious when you wake up, it seems like, you know, oh, I must have fell, yeah. you know, and, like, it was less drunk and more uh, Ted or... Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I must have fell, Lois. Yeah, so, um, but I thought it was for, you know, oh, okay, I'm done, you know, like everything is normal. It was two, three minutes, and yeah. I come out, and you're telling me it was, what? How long? Oh, hours. That uh, <laughs> <you know. laughs> was in there, yeah. Yeah. Didn't, yeah, so...
1: Oh, there were times was, when when you would lock yourself in the bathroom, and then we'd end up having to go pee outside or something.
0: <laughs> no, I never locked my. Well, I don't recall, but I don't think I would ever do that. Or it maybe not locked,
1: uncooled. but we, you know, we couldn't use it because you were in there. Um, no, anyway. no, that's
0: terrible. But I wouldn't. Like, I wasn't just in there hiding. No, 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 no. That's
1: not. No, that's not what I meant. But, but anyway, the uh, the point is, it was from from my point of view, it was a fun time. Uh, And I I know from your point of view also, but there was more going on behind the scenes that we weren't aware of at the time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So back to our lists.
0: That that was a long time ago, actually. (laughs) You knew that things were going on, but that was, I guess, the first start of your overall awareness of the disease.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When we'd start realizing that, you know, you would keep doing things and just push and push and we're like uh you know (laughs) it's monday we gotta work
0: (laughs) well you'd also probably had seen me from job to job and place to place oh yeah this to this you lived you
1: lived in silicon valley just not very long less than a year and you had what 10 jobs at least
0: (laughs) i couldn't tell you yeah Yeah. Um, those memories are gone but yeah no you're just you're just uh you know, again, you're always just struggling to survive. You can't do what regular people do. Yeah. You know, because part of your brain's not functioning. But it's, um, and you, you know, have no self worth. So it's, yeah. it's so I ended up in this, you know, sales and tech recruiting, which really is sales. You're selling people. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, uh, Silicon Valley's not a place for a person who's treading water. You know, no. very expensive. So I mean, there, there's no way. And I just, you know, yeah, I cocked out. It was done
1: well so, i think I think leaving there was a good move on your part
0: um there was no decisions there was no constant uh um still to this day i mean there's no until now there's never any any conscious decision making process as mm-hmm. we say here uh things just happen and you just deal with the consequences right you know there's no control there it's just you know you're just oh God, I'm falling, yeah, and you yeah. know there's no uh so understand things just happened and i was just going along for the ride Mm -hmm. and it's like this ride is the evil roller coaster of hell
1: yeah well now you have more control over it because you're more aware of it and aware of what's going on so you can you know
0: help yourself and and not go off the deep end Unfortunately, when the disease is that bad, it just takes experience level it takes just knowing right all right today's shit, but it's not as shit as it was yesterday you know there's yeah. a lot of perspective there's a lot of you know you've at least learned something from it, but yep you know it's it's uh it does strengthen if you look at it from a positive perspective, those who are having troubles now uh currently you know or, or very low, what have you. You know, the more experience you have, the more, you know, tools you have to, to keep yourself out of it or just at least to say, I know what's on the other side. Just yeah. hang in there and cope and, deal and help with you it and,
1: help you make better decisions because you're right. informed.
0: Yeah. yeah. So those were those were hammered into our brain time. So that song was. Yeah, that was yeah. huge, important for both of us. Exactly. You probably don't remember what we were talking about. <laughs> we were doing. A stuff, not no, that was songs. wooden
1: ships. CSN. All right, number eight on your list. My eight is Europa by Santana.
0: I see. See, smooth one. That was very important. Santana was my first guitar influence, and that song is just, it's really, you know, it's Picasso music uh, yeah. painting. Um, so just, it's, uh, his, he, uh, his guitar sang. You know, there's very few guitar players that use. David Gilmour is the same thing, mm-hmm. where we could sing, same with Neil Schoen, there's a lot of them where you could sing every solo. Right. Uh, you know, and it's just like somebody's singing, but with an amazing guitar sound. Yeah,
1: well, and for those who don't know the song Europa, it's an instrumental uh, by Santana. So there are no words. Um, it's purely this this beautiful guitar medley uh, and this this amazing song.
0: Yeah, yeah. if you're a guitar player and you do not like that song, you're a mountain case. (laughs) So, uh, you know, though it really is, uh, it goes back to you know, he's been going for so long. He's in his 70s and he's still going strong. And he's, you know, uh, I don't remember what the award was, just you know, lifetime Hispanic um, uh, lead achievement award. And right, um, he's always given, been very spiritual, played with the best of the best
1: yeah and, uh, and we've seen him incredible. we've seen him in concert together a few times because he, he he played florida quite a lot and when we were living in florida um we actually went to see him several times and even out here in uh, or out there in california uh he played several concerts that we went to um i don't know I if you remember there? yeah you were there
0: see you know that's the irony uh, you know yeah. certain very important things i remember yeah. as we've joked about before we start the show but how weird is this that ironic is he was my number one guy and probably still is i don't remember any of them it's all gone well again for those who don't remember this is due to the ect treatments right uh, that guaranteed to lose or or most lose 50 or more percent of your your memory yeah
1: well one one time we saw Santana in florida sticks out in my mind because you had the worst time
0: and yeah we talked about
1: that yeah yeah that's when when it was a standing crowd and and people were pushing up against us we were in the front and i was enjoying the music but you couldn't enjoy it because there was too many people and they were pushing and you know all that so um
0: yeah, I just, I, yeah, and we got into that because then I compared it to seeing Kevin James comedy. Right,
1: right, right. So,
0: so, yeah, yeah, but that song definitely is uh, Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's, you know, I know you'd agree with that one for sure. Oh, totally.
1: Yeah. Um, my number eight is a Chicago song. Twenty-five or six to four. <laughs> now well, that that's, one, you
0: know that that's a great Terry Kath.
1: Yeah, for me that song was one of those songs that i used to hear before i was you know at all competent on guitar when i was just learning and i just i fell in love with in love with it because of the guitar the guitar is just amazing the lead especially is just uh, insane and i've always every time i hear that song i just i blast it because it just gets me going it's a it's an amazing uh, lead guitar sound and uh, amazing melody and everything. It's it's just a great rocking tune.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know how I feel about Chicago, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's number one But what did they say, number one with a bullet? Yeah. Yeah. Although, in this case, it's kind of ironic uh, with Terry Kath. Unfortunately, he died from what was actually not a bullet, but joking around, put a gun to his head, and I guess uh. it was the force of the... The, um, you know,
1: was it a like the gun was filled with blanks or something, or
0: yeah, something like that, and and it was you know the force of just you know where it hit at the head and of just of just the backfire, whatever they call, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But you know, he, I guess my point is that I said with a bullet. uh, Oh. um, But you know, he was, you know, just an unbelievable guitarist, Uh, just incredibly talented he was Jimi hendrix's number one influence actually really, i don't know if you knew that no, that was I his favorite guitar player yeah and he you know is one of the original uh he was the original guitarist of of and lead singer of uh chicago so uh it, it, he always was a big self-medicator and mm. uh so he was holding some deep dart you know uh, troubles and yeah you know one of the victims of that you know what a brilliant guy died at a young age blah 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 we've heard it and now sad, 25 and, or
1: six to four is is not one of your
0: uh top chicago songs right like there's well i'm a, I'm a live guy so yeah. yes when the live. no that's like yeah it's not my top but i you know i love every song so there's yeah. a lot of songs so to say it's not my top five doesn't mean i don't love it
1: yeah that's but true but
0: live it actually, featured Terry um, in his playing. He always took very long solo and he had just mm. an incredibly unique. He thought outside of the box, and and uh, but just the power that yeah. he played with was just incredible.
1: So a great choice now, there. Now we're down to uh, your number seven choice, which is a Queen song uh, called "Hammer to Fall." Now this is one I'm not actually that familiar with.
0: Well, that's because you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just, you know, it's not Bohemian Rhapsody, but it's, you know, it's just one of my favorites. It's a really, it's like the Who, you know, with the, uh, mm. yeah, and yeah, he yeah, just yeah. yells, hey, 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 I'm a 2 And Brian May just comes in with this ridiculously strong, powerful A chord, and it's a really great riff and Freddie is just at his flamboyant best and again i'm a live guy once again And when they do that live it's just incredibly powerful yeah they also have these incredible you know uh, the chorus is just great harmony with roger taylor the drummer was always that high voice and mm-hmm. and uh, uh you know brian may in the middle and then Freddie's just powerhouse it's so just this a, is
1: it's, it's just on your list like concert to-
0: rock song powerful
1: so it's just, because, uh, I mean, it it speaks to you musically. Is it uh, is it a happy sort of feeling for you?
0: Yeah, what? it's just, it's just you conquer the world kind of deal, you yeah. know. And yeah, also, yeah. and also, I love to play that riff, oh. uh, and I play it really well. And so it's always a connection thing, and um, yeah. But again, when you're saying ten songs with as many as we know and love. You know, you know. There's just certain ones. Hey, if it came to my mind, that's why I was curious. What mood I was in then? Yeah, when you came you know, up with
1: the list. Yeah,
0: that's why I say writing it down and doing this with with friends because talking about music brings out good stories. It's not generally, you know. Yeah, I heard that one at the funeral, and you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know. So we're creating endorphins just by talking about it, right? So, and so, what if we did this now and then? hopefully I'm you know, not too bad a move, but I'm not great. Would it be different? Would it be, you know, Aussie black Sabbath and death metal and, you know, right, whatever. Right. You know, or, uh, so would it differ, you know, depending on the frame uh, of mind? I'm so sure it would,
1: would because I, I'm looking through my list and I, you know, we, I made this list, what, six months ago and I might actually, you know, change a, a thing or two. Um,
0: yeah, so I'm it. defending Hammer Paul but that would not be top ten. So I, yeah, right, <laughs> so, yeah, yes, it is different. But that's that's the fun part. And again, the second part of what I had said, I was going to mention, mm-hmm. keeping this, but just that it brings at least for you and I brings a lot of side stories and happy times. And all of a sudden, we're away from music, and it's just when we were doing this or that, or right when we heard it, and where and why, and so. Uh, so people should do this kind of thing with their oh yeah close
1: friends oh totally you know? especially when music has been such a strong part of our friendship so uh,
0: just- music's a part of all of us that's why music therapy is so effective and we'll right. get more into that into the next show yeah um, but you don't have to be musicians or play guitar or play piano or yeah or anything it's you know our heart beats in a rhythm yeah. Uh, you know think about that we breathe in a rhythm that's right so you know we're made for that and it's made you know that's why our brain takes it as this amazing drug yeah so um, so
1: let let me move on with uh, my number seven Um, and this is one it's it's actually it was written by the Beatles but uh, the the person who I think Sang it best was Joe Cocker, and it's with a little help yeah. from my friends. Oh my goodness! It so beautiful. The first time I actually ever heard this version was watching the Woodstock movie.
0: And I was with you. Yeah,
1: exactly. He played that live with his band uh, at Woodstock, and I. I was, think our
0: clothes were wet from just our mouths open. <laughs> like- I was
1: blown away, not just by the reimagining of a classic song in a completely different way, but just the emotion in his vocals is just unparalleled. I mean it, it <laughs> just it it makes my the hairs on my arms stand up. It's no it's, it's an amazing. Song. So.
0: Yeah. It's it's mind blowing the power and the you know, this guy was a major again another major, major, major self medicator. Yeah. Um he doesn't remember doing that song really? then and yeah i mean you know but yet when he got in the mic oh. it's just you know you can't te- you can't teach that that's no. all it is and uh he just he just had it and he <laughs> he took that song to a whole another level yeah
1: yeah he did you know just and now i
0: I don't remember the moment, but I'm sure you and I looked at each other and like, as we're stuffing our face with wings, <laughs> uh, just looked at, I'm sure we were just both, you know, 7-7. Oh, seven, seven.
1: Ridiculous. Um, yeah. Good
0: pick there. Yeah. Thanks.
1: Uh, the next one, number six on your list is After the Love is Gone by Earth, Wind and Fire.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I think I picked two uh, EWFs in this list, but... Mm-hmm yeah uh it's just special uh it's a beautiful song and you know written by the late great maurice white Mm -hmm. talk about brain you know he unfortunately succumbed to parkinson's disease and Mm. it was tough you know to watch such an unbelievable electric guy who formed earth wind and fire he was the, the godfather of them and um you know and just to see you know and i remember watching the last concert it was just because it was always choreographed dance movements yeah you know uh and uh he just you know it was he was kind of not he was half there and yet it was a great performance it was just kind of it was heartbreaking to see but it's a it's a great song incredibly Mm. uh, recorded produced and 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 he just had Just unbelievable, uh, deep, you know, depth of soul. It was incredible.
1: Is this one of the songs? I'm a big
0: earth, wind, and fire.
1: Is this one of the songs that you can't listen to if you're in a certain mood?
0: Oh, uh, without question. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that one would, that cry would be really physically painful. Yeah. you know, I, I know you've experienced that at least once in your life. Mm-hmm. What 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 physical pain is when you're crying? You know yeah. the, you know how that's deep gut Yeah, pain. so
1: that's one of those songs you can only really appreciate when you're in a in a good space.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. And f- I'm fortunate enough that I, probably when we're done, I'm gonna play that song. Yeah, you know it's it's yeah. When it's bad, it's really bad. But when yeah. it's kind of like you know pizza, you know yeah. No, it's not actually. <laughs> no, <laughs> now okay, I want but, pizza. It's, but it's good. It's it's just. I mean, I'm I'm high for fifteen minutes, you know. Yeah. So yeah, it's great.
1: So my number six pick is uh, It's not very well known here in the states. I think. Um, it's called Aguas de Março, and it's actually a uh, Brazilian song written in Portuguese. About water. Uh, yeah the it's it's the Waters of March is actually the English uh, translation they it's written by Antonio Carlos Jobim who was a oh, very a big fan yeah very I don't know big this. bossa nova yeah. guy um, so the the main reason that I really got into this song it's uh, it's written by the same guy who wrote The Girl from Ipanema so it's that style that kind of bossa nova yeah. sort of feel to it uh, my dad was always is still into that kind of music, Brazilian music and bossa nova I and stuff. I love it. It's great stuff. Yeah, and so I grew up listening to a lot of that type of stuff. And when I was working on a project with my dad to translate a book that he wrote into English, I would actually put on bossa nova music in my headphones while I was working on the translation, and that helped me kind of get in touch with. Uh, what was going on in the book. It was a book about his, you know, round the world motorcycle travel uh, in the 60s. So it, it kind of fit because a lot of this music came out in that time period as well. And then I discovered this song. Um, this song, it, it really, it's, it speaks to me uh, from the point of view of my relationship with my dad. Um, whenever I hear this kind of music, I think of him. Um, and since I listened to that kind of music while I was doing, working on this project for him, translating his book, um, it's just, to me, that's all intertwined. And this song in particular, it's, the lyrics are very just free flowing. Um, the English translation is the waters of March and it's just basically talking about what you see during, uh, springtime and stuff like that. So it's very just, uh, um. You know it's not really telling a story so much as just painting a picture Uh, so to me it's just a beautiful song Uh, it's it's sung by Ellis Regina and Antonio Carlos Jobim together as a duet and I just I I just love it I actually learned the Portuguese words to it even though I don't really understand them all Um, but I can sing along with the song so (laughs) so it's to me, it's just, like I said, yeah,
0: it's a very different dialect in Spanish. So oh, yeah. A, yeah. It's, it's So, uh, I mean, you know, I know the close relationship that you have with your father mm-hmm. better than anyone other than your wife. So why the hell didn't you tell me about this? Well,
1: because this was a more recent discovery for me. Well, um, where the hell
0: have I been? I don't
1: know. I mean, you've had your own things <laughs> going on. Um no this was just uh, Yeah I have
0: lots of going on.
1: <laughs> no this was just one of those one of those songs that struck me a, a couple years ago uh as I kept listening to this type of music and uh just I, it became an obsession to a degree because I kept playing it over and over again the song would end and I'd start it over and song would end and I'd start it over until I learned all the words so
0: that's cool.
1: Um but now it's a great song.
0: Well, so it means a lot to you. That's great. Well, I love that style, anyway. So, and I like the song already of what you played me. Yeah. Of it.
1: So the next number five. We're halfway through here. Uh, Your number five. Your number five song is by Pink Floyd. Time. That's the one that starts with all the clocks.
0: Yeah. (sighs) Nothing much to say other than uh, one of their great classics. But the guitar playing is. You know, unparalleled as far as I'm concerned, and uh, just very the uh, signature David Gilmore and yeah. um, and the band and the rhythm and uh, it just seemed to all come together. Um, I well, could I also probably th- say the same thing about Wish You are Here and Money and um, and the one we were playing the other day and but that that's just that's a good one uh, really as far as and especially again live yeah. Um, they just tear it up so this song
1: i'm not typically one for lyrics i don't i find it very difficult to to learn lyrics or understand the lyrics I, to me music is more about the music but this one in particular as i age i think the lyrics of this song start making more and more sense Uh,
0: And that I think David Gilmour was experiencing at the time, taking away the moments that make up a dull day. Exactly. Thinking about getting older and appreciating time and how
1: pleasing it is. Exactly. And I used to like the song just because of great music and never really listened to the lyrics. Uh, But recently, every time I hear the song, you know, I totally understand it now. I totally get it. And that's showing my age. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well your face shows your
1: age ah. oh <laughs> all right my number five is a rare earth song I just want to celebrate man I love this song this Who is doesn't? a rockin tune yeah and I mean to me this is one of those positive feel-good songs I mean just l- look at the lyrics I just want to celebrate. Um, had my hand on a dollar bill, but the dollar bill flew away, but the sun is shining down on me and it's here to stay. It's like yeah. saying, eh, so what? I lost a, a buck. I'm still alive. The, the sun is shining down. Everything is good. It's a very positive, uplifting song. Yeah, it's I, not
0: for North Americans, but, uh, <laughs> I agree.
1: If there's any, time I want to just get pumped up and feel good, I blast the song. Yeah, one, it's,
0: one of uh, the It's ironically, you know, it's it's a rare, earthy song. <laughs> you know, it is. No, I I totally would say those words. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, it, it definitely is. A, uh, again, it's a signature of their kind of style. And that yeah, and it's the, it's the hippie era.
1: Yeah, and that you know, as we were talking the other day during our four-hour session. Um, the kind of music I'm really into is kind of that rare earth sort of grand funk railroad, uh, you know, rock positive songs, you know, it's, and that kind of exemplifies it. That's,
0: that's a perfect, uh, example of that type of music. Well, you're, you're a Hispanic guy who moves to America and you just want an American woman. First of all, I was born in the U S. <laughs> so you like, the boss then
1: oh, don't even <laughs> go there
0: Okay, sorry. I'm sorry All right. It's so, a nerve
1: <laughs> number 4 on your list another earth wind and fire song fantasy now is this your yeah. positive song if you
0: want to talk about if I'm in the severe category and hear that song that could in itself induce a very serious matter really yeah it's that powerful that's a, yeah i'm about to cry like that that song yeah so
1: when you're feeling really good is that something you can blast and and make it yourself is, feel
0: better or I, I mean i get this rush like this unbelievable uh, rush of incredible just like somebody i love is hugging the hell out of me yeah and yeah. i haven't had a hug in a lot of years yeah uh, but it's just yeah every part of my body has goose bumps and goose pimples and mm. all kinds of geese going on <laughs> uh yeah it's unbelievable it's the most powerful song the dynamics of the song it builds and builds and builds yeah. to this climax It's basically sex in a song yeah uh, but Philip Bailey's voice is highlighted and is just simply an instrument. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's unreal live. And if you haven't seen it live, please go directly to YouTube um, and listen to it and watch it because it's, I don't care what concert it is. Just pick the first live one you see and it'll be, it'll move the hell out of you yeah. as far as I'm concerned. yeah. Oh,
1: no, that's a great, great choice. I Definitely. think you agree on that, yeah. Oh, yeah. My number four is a song by The Who. The Who, by the way, is one of my all-time favorite bands. Um, And this song is 515. It's off the Quadrophenia album. And I don't know why this made my list. I mean, I love the song. It's one of my favorite Who songs. Uh, But I think it has to do... It might be rooted in a moment in the past. I actually remember we took a vacation to South America when I was a kid, when I was a teenager. Like 13, 14. And I had gotten a, a Who cassette tape that I was playing in my Walkman. Um, I think it was live, and 515 was on it. And I just remember driving around, you know, my parents were driving, uh, driving around Brazil, oddly enough, uh, mm. w- listening to this song in my head, in my headphones, thinking, oh my God, this is amazing. I had just discovered it. And from that yeah, point I, on. I
0: love that song too, actually. Oh. Not my favorite whose song, but I love it. And it's just, <laughs> that's another one too, that actually bothers me. Cause it starts off with, you know, Roger Daltrey to me, you know, it brought out the dimension of his voice and mm. the uniqueness of it. Yeah. Just coming out. Why should I care? Why should I care? Yeah. And of course, you know, knowing me that if I heard those two and the way he sings it, you know, I'm going to lose my yeah. cookies on that. But, yeah, that moves me. I love that song. This song, and the lyrics are kind of, a little bit even silly. Yeah, but it's an awesome. Yeah, it just there's, there's it, a vibe it's
1: there. Multi-layered, different parts. Uh, it's just musically, it's just an incredible song. And for me, it's, it's just a great. Work has by a lot Townsend. Of, yeah. yeah, yeah, has a lot of good good memories. All
0: right, yeah. number it, it featured Townsend's writing talent early on. You know, oh yeah,
1: oh definitely. Uh, your number three, we've already talked about. It's Wooden Ships. That's right. Yeah. Remember the laundry room? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know that we need to say any more about that. Yeah. <laughs> <No.
0: No. laughs> What's your?
1: My number three is a song that I cannot sing because it makes me cry. I can't get through it. Cats in the Cradle. That's it. Exactly. Cats in the uh-huh. Cradle by Harry Chapin
0: same with me too that's a father connection deal and yep yeah that that's that's a tough one but it's I think beautiful
1: it's, a, it's a tough one for a lot of guys to sing yeah. especially if they, if they have a, a great relationship with their dad or even a bad relationship with their dad it's a song that hits that nerve of, of that relationship hmm. i remember ours is
0: the opposite
1: well it's funny because um I love the song musically and I've always loved the song. And my wife and I sometimes do karaoke here at home just for fun. And one time was she was like, say we, yeah. <laughs> she was like, let's, why oh, don't come you do-
0: on, it? the other day.
1: <laughs> no, she said, why don't you do Cats in the Cradle? I'm like, oh geez, let me see if I can. Never I make start it singing it. I didn't, I couldn't make it through. I couldn't make it through. And <laughs> we were having fun. We were just partying. It wasn't like I was in a we'll mood or anything. exactly no i couldn't do it get him out of here
0: yeah (laughs) i can't oh you were doing it alone oh i thought you meant like at a club or something no no
1: no i was i wouldn't do it out even at
0: home it's been yeah yeah
1: even at home it was just me and my wife singing and no can't get through it that song is too i don't know too touching i guess
0: how was your night chris terrible it was ed oh what happened oh he's saying cats in the cradle (laughs) (laughs) yeah I know. I understand. You have an incredible bond with your father, and it's just yeah. So that's awesome.
1: That one just—I uh, live vicariously <laughs> That one just hits me. Um, mm-hmm. So number two on your list, "Let Go the Line" by Max Webster. Now, this is one that I'm sure a lot of people here don't know.
0: Well, it crossed over to the states, but it's not. You know, it's kind of like "Saga." Did you know some people are aware of it? But that song in particular, probably. More Canadians know it, but it's uh, Kim Mitchell of Patio Lanterns fame made it through a, a cute song. But let go the line was important to me. Um, well, it's yeah, try and make it through this, this, this hmm. description. Yeah, it's um, it just didn't it really, it's as far as my mental health goes. Yeah, that's another song that if I'm low, forget it. I mean, just yeah, just, but. But it's there's a there's a line in it, um, um turn off the world if it makes you hurt. Oh. And when he sings that, it's a very it's kinda of like that melatronic kind of you know, there's not melatron, but it's that you know, real earthy, slow Yeah, turn off the world if it makes you hurt. And then when I hear that it's just like, Oh god. Yeah. So it's very, very strong, very powerful for me. So wow. it's it's kind one of the anthems to mental health for me.
1: I'll have to listen to that. I, I don't think I'm familiar with the song. Um,
0: I, I'm sure it's one that I've played for you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you just YouTube that one and just uh, doesn't have to be live. You'll yeah. you'll know what I mean. And it's very um, it has a real great um, guitar hook that, yeah. that sort of comes in and out and uh, that I think you'll you'll love. Well, a great I guitar mean, player, Kim. And yeah, he's he, here in Toronto. He's a, a, radio DJ at the rock station. Um, so, yeah, you, you introduced me to
1: to Max Webster in college. I remember. I re, I, I like that one song, Paradise Skies. That
0: yeah, they do. That was yeah.
1: great. They um, were kind
0: of like this party band or whatever, but they had some quality stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that were one of the one of the crossovers with other than Saga Russian Triumph, right? That that made it over. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, we didn't bring you much. Well, Brian Adams, we brought you. Oh, Justin, of course, we Bieber. Brought you Justin Bieber. Justin yeah. <laughs> Bieber. Jesus, we should both be shot on the spot. Today. Yeah.
1: All right. So, my number two song is by Stevie Ray Vaughn, Pride and Joy. Uh, so, this happens to be.
0: I'm surprised you picked that one, actually, for him.
1: Well, no, but the reason is this is, this is my song with my wife. This is our song. It's pride and joy.
0: She's your sweet little thing. She's your pride and joy. Exactly. And this is what we played at our wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
1: So so to me, this is is all about Chris. You know, this is a great, it's a great rock and blues song. um, And I love that we can make our song. You know, most couples make their songs, you know, some romantic sort of thing and some slow thing, whatever. Ours is a rock and blues song by Stevie Ray. So that's awesome.
0: Well, you know, coming from someone who's been alone for 30 years, and the last date I had was, I think, during the Reagan years, <laughs> and I'm not exaggerating, um, you know, I think any, anyone who's, any couple who doesn't have a song that's mutually just this mm-hmm. us song, yeah, you know, is missing out. So that's cool. Yeah, And, of course, Steve Ray Vaughn for me is, you know, definitely top uh, three if not five of yeah. you know guitar players for me that just were oh. just un- unbelievable you'll never see another one again even close
1: now it's one of my biggest regrets in life is never having gone seeing him in concert before he died and i had but the opportunity
0: but we watched a shitload of stuff from him and we were both uh, just just loved every every note he ever played absolutely I don't think there's anything we've ever seen by him that we disliked in any man. No, he's just great. I mean, some of my favorite groups, you know, I, there's a couple of songs I don't like. Yeah. Him, forget it. Uh, again, any. You can pick
1: any album, just put it on, and you're loving it. Yeah. That's yeah. Rare.
0: When he took a break, when he took, you know, like, uh, you know, during intermission, it was still better than most bands today. <laughs> <laughs> so.
1: All right. We're down to number one. Your number, number one. one drum roll. <laughs> mate kudasai by king crimson
0: ah feels good yoi days yeah that's i remember that from king crimson live in japan you know that song very well too that's uh you know they're prog rock as yep. they would say today and uh very quirky uh mm-hmm. but very important to me and part of it is it's, it's because it was very important to us that one. Yeah.
1: You introduced me to King Crimson really in college. I remember. And, uh, just brilliance. I mean, brilliance from any, any of their songs, you can just tear apart as a musician and, and look at it and say, that's so complex yet. So beautiful. It's amazing. Uh, yeah. and this one, this one happens to be one of their more mellow tunes.
0: Yeah, and if it became, yeah, it was more sort of, uh, or it was more in the box, I guess, for maybe an av- more uh, sort of regular, average yeah. listener. Right. I, don't, I don't know what the word to look for, not average. No, but, but know, it, uh,
1: it's not, it's uh, not one of those, uh, you know, complex only musicians get it type of song.
0: Yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely more, uh, you know, more middle to mainstream. the road kind of thing. I didn't want to say middle of the road. It'll <laughs> never be that, but yeah, and it featured Adrian Ballou, who who brought sort of that a little bit more normalcy to the schizophrenic mind of Robert Fripp. Yeah, um, you know, and yeah. and then you know just uh, the way he played and the way he sang, and I got to see him live in Florida with uh, with my first cousin, mm-hmm. um, and and got to meet Adrian Ballou. and that was just <sighs> an incredible treat. So That's that amazing. was that was an incredible moment. Uh, second only to having a 20-minute convo with Walt Parazider of Chicago. So that was <laughs> amazing. Yeah, so that was really cool. And those two things that I actually remember just good. Do you remember
1: uh, us going to see uh, the Crimson Project in San Francisco?
0: Yeah. I remember I told that story to Avery, my friend Avery. Yeah that i remembered you and i went to a concert called like the king crimson project or right. something and we were expecting to go and see adrian baloo doing this crazy dancing and playing this wacky guitar yeah and bending singing. the neck
1: and everything yeah
0: yeah we get there and a lot of unusual things occurred but one of the biggest ones was that adrian blue was on the drums the whole night yep drums all of a sudden he's on drums i find out later that he started as a drummer but um and he was, cause he was very good and, yeah. uh, but didn't sing, a, you know, didn't sing a note. So it was a little different and you can yeah. elaborate on that.
1: Yeah. And I remember, um, really enjoying the show. It was very bizarre seeing Adrian blue on drums. Um, but Robert Fripp, this was, it was very rare that he ever speaks at any show and he actually we always spoke. called him the we always
0: called him the mad
1: scientist the, yeah he's totally like a mad. he looks like <laughs> i mean it's funny he looks like uh, a, he's like a, a
0: he, yeah like a professor in, in, uh, well, and one he's London. the head
1: of the uh the league of crafty guitarists that's right yeah very <laughs> just,
0: very wild unique guitar style again you'll never hear it again yeah and, and yeah we, we we dug his what they he called frippertronics right had uh, you know a total array of these unique delays and sounds yep. and yep.
1: did you wow. know by the way a little piece of uh, trivia Robert Fripp actually created some of the sounds for Windows I think it was Windows Vista uh, they asked him to produce some of the uh, sound effects for that know. operating system I did not know that yes oh. but anyway that night was interesting uh, he spoke. Uh, which was rare for him. He spoke to the audience, and I think it had to do with his sister who was out, out there handing out, uh, I don't know, buttons for something. I forget what she did, but she was promoting something, and he was helping her out. And we thought it was cool because he never speaks, and we got to
0: hear him speak, so that was kind of neat. But they're definitely obviously a, an eccentric family because I, I think she was just like, like, who's this lady handing out these... <laughs> Yeah. cars or pamphlet, whatever she was handing out and uh you know it was just like very interesting yeah for unique.
1: yeah it was a bizarre night yeah. but it was it was a lot of fun
0: yeah uh
1: okay so we're down to my number one song and drum roll please oh, shine gosh, on gosh. you crazy diamond by pink floyd oh. yeah that's now, another one that's- okay i should say shine on you crazy diamond parts one through five um, yeah yeah this this song i i right now i would say this is my all-time favorite song ever by any band
0: yeah well we talked about that the other night in our four-hour ordeal yeah <laughs> ordeal, <laughs> ordeal. <laughs> it suddenly became an ordeal uh, but but we said that and i and i might agree with you it's, uh, it's quite just, possible it, it, it was my list song, is it's, it's on there yeah
1: it was a song written by roger waters for um sid barrett who was the one of the original members of pink floyd who actually kind of lost his mind um uh from too much lsd i believe it was
0: well it was likely yeah like it was likely um lsd induced psychosis and really started to you know yeah it was definitely a became a neurological health issue
1: well it makes me wonder if he had any sort of mental illness before that and then it just exacerbated it by taking so much lsd i don't know
0: well sure nobody takes you know more than you i mean you know the normal person takes your head of acid and of course i don't know i never have but believe it or not um so you know he, he just took twice as much you know yeah so uh yeah, I'm sure of it. You know that kind of usually goes without saying, especially as a musician. And yeah, you know that he's the troubled genius and right. Yeah, and and, many times.
1: Well, and and when he left the band because of his mental state, um, the band carried on and became the Pink Floyd we know now with uh, you know Gilmore uh, and Ro- and Waters at the at the helm.
0: Um, Sid and- Barrett was a, a great musician, but. It turned out to be good.
1: Yes. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, and and to be honest, when I listen to very early, Sid Barrett Pink Floyd, it's not my bag.
0: Not the same. Not the same. It's
1: it's a little. I mean, I can understand the genius behind it, and I can see what they were saying, but uh, I much prefer the Floyd we know now.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. And well, but this song, Dave Gilmore got his you know got to be featured.
1: You're right. Exactly. And I think the you balance know? of Waters and Gilmore was that perfect balance i mean they fought a lot and this is
0: <laughs> yeah i was gonna say that yeah they yeah. came out with such incredible music and mesh so well together like us but mm. unlike us right they clashed personality wise yeah. with everything
1: right which is why waters is no longer with pink floyd yeah
0: that's an old story yeah uh, but shows the the beauty within us is that we have both
1: right and
0: oh, oh. Uh, but
1: Shine on You Crazy Diamond is a tribute to Sid Barrett uh, and it's one that I can listen to constantly uh, and every time it comes on I'll just put it on as loud as I can without bothering neighbors uh, and just enjoy it
0: number one because I'm a crazy diamond
1: (laughs) a diamond in the rough but a diamond
0: hoping for a little more but all right no i completely concur on that one that's a just a powerful talk about dynamics yeah and how it starts off very i mean if you want to take psychedelics no need you know (laughs) put on a a red you know light black light and mood lighting and uh some incense and play that song and be another planet
1: yeah or play that whole album wish you were here it's it's my all-time favorite pink floyd album and then Dark Side. You know, most people like Dark Side best. I, I I do. I love Dark Side of the Moon, but Wish You Were Here speaks to me a lot more. So that's our each of our top ten lists of songs. Uh, I will make sure to uh, uh, put our lists up on our website unhingedpodcast uh, when we post this uh, to there. And uh, I want to hear. I, I think we want to hear from you guys what your tops top songs are it doesn't have to be top 10 you could do top five uh, whatever you want so please uh, comment on our website on unhinged com and let us know what your top songs are and why how they make you
0: feel that's right if you're going on and you're going to be deserted on a desert island but you could only take five or ten albums with you what would they be or or five or ten songs, yeah. Albums are crazy. Yeah, that's yeah, songs, songs, songs.
1: Yeah. Uh yeah, we'd love to hear them and we'll uh we'll maybe we'll read some of those aloud uh, in the next show.
0: Yeah, and we'll continue on talking about, you know, uh just how important music is to the brain as 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 food and exercises and mm-hmm. all the things that you can do. Again, the things that I'm trying to do to and i'm trying to just force listening to music which is not a difficult task right so uh anything that i can do because hey i I don't i'm not uh, understating when i say i'm fighting for my life so yeah um because you know given what i went through uh just recently i'm you know deathly afraid of relapsing so yeah yet i mean the as the data shows so far, the odds are it's going to happen. But that's where hopefully people can get a sense of, hey, man, I got to live day to day no matter what. If I'm living, you know, we're, we're all going to die. Yeah. So what the hell are you waiting for? So right. if you can use me as an example,
1: you know, and sometimes if, it's difficult.
0: If one song can pick you up
1: and and move you in the right direction, uh, I mean, that's that's medicine right there, you know?
0: It is. And it's easy for us to say, I guess my point is, you know, if you struggle with mental illness, most of us just say, you know what? Who gives a shit? Fuck it. And, I'm, uh, you know, it's not. It, force yourself, you know, yeah. because you're going to take your medication. So force yourself to do it. Right. Because I guarantee once it starts, you know, and if it triggers you like it does me, stop definitely give it a try it's it, it is medicine for your brain yeah and we'll get into more specifically on how it affects your brain and why and where you know um, as we go forward well doug another great show
1: uh this was a slightly longer one but that's because we were going through our lists um i'm really excited well, you know, to, i like them long <laughs> i'm really excited to see what uh, our listeners come up with um and uh, see what... Uh, hopefully there's no Bieber in there, but we'll see.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you can edit out Justin Bieber, the show's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all again for your support, continuing support, and we're going to keep on rocking and hoping that this thing lasts. And I've got my appointment this week to talk about what I'm doing, um, you know, for myself, both weight and biochemically and nutritionally and all that. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for a... Oh, it's, that's what you got to do. You know, it's awesome. And, but they'll probably just go, well, it couldn't hurt, yeah. you know, but Hey, look, I'm feeling better. The quality of the way I'm feeling is better. And I have to think that it's due in part to what I'm doing on my end. Oh, and absolutely. The DBS working. I would just keep
1: doing what you're doing because it seems to be working,
0: <laughs> but you're the guy who can see it. So yeah. more than I can. So, I mean, I can feel it and you probably can notice yeah. it. So, Yeah. So I treasure the time that I'm with you, and and that's so, you know. At least I've got this cemented in, uh, should it fail, you know. But uh, we're eh, at least having not this time. We'll be fine. <laughs> hey, sure. Hey, look. All, all right, right, cool. Thank you for your time, Ed, as usual, and all the work that you do for the podcast. Oh, and, and thank the, you, Doug, and all the lovely just awesome people that are listening and commenting and, but more comments and yeah, write in with your top songs. And uh, we want to mention them in the next show and, and talk about them too and see if we, uh, if they make us fly as well. Yeah. And uh, let's keep talking music always.
1: All right. Have a good one, everyone. Take care. That's our show for today. We want to thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. Please follow us on Twitter at UnhingedPC, and like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash unhingedpodcast. Also be sure to check out our website if you haven't done so already. It's at unhingedpodcast.com. We'll see you all next week.